Welcome back, episode three of Anything Combat. Today we'll be talking about UFC Finite Krylov vs. Span. Okay, let's get right into it. I'm not going to do every single fight because, as you know, I don't care about some fights. I know this is hard to believe. I'm not a casual. I'm a professional of this, but I just do not care about some of these fights. Some of these fights are fucking boring. Okay, let me just, for example, tell you one. Who the who the hell is going to watch Jordan Levitt versus Victor Martinez? Okay, who gives a fuck? I don't care. I really Mar- Martinez, sorry. I don't even know his fucking name. Don't even know his name. Don't care. Whatever. Okay, first fight. My boy. He's one of my favorite fighters. Rafael Alves versus Nerulo Aliyev. This fight is amazing. I really like this one. So, Nerulo Aliyev from Tajikistan. What an interesting guy. 8-0 professional record and 3-0 amateur record. Now, he's got two finishes only. So, that means, what about his amateur? Let's see. Yeah, I, I can't see. Just I think it's just decision. So, he's only got two finishes, but both by knockout. Once corner stoppage, once uh, I think it might have been ground and pound or something. Yeah, man. The Tajik Eagle. This guy looks exactly like Habib. He's 23. He's very young. Okay. So I'm going to do a hot take on this on this fight because he's paying $1.50. Now, he's the favorite. Now, the underdog is Rafael Alves, one of my favorite fighters in the whole UFC. I think Rafael Alves is one of the one of the craziest fighters you can watch. If you really want to look at MMA and have fun with it, watch his fights. The Turn. What a gun. From Brazil, he's 32. Um, Aliv is 23. Yeah, man. Rafael is a gun. I really like him. His fight with Drew Dober, he was smacking Drew Dober with one of the craziest punches I've ever seen. And Drew just didn't go down because Drew's got that got that insane chin. So, so yeah, all of his fights in the UFC have been fun as. He's, uh, he did that little backflip. I think that was on the Contender Series. That was cool. He uh, did the flying knee into the guillotine against Mark Diaxis, which is an absolute... That was a crazy finish. He also had a great fight with Demir's Magulov. And as we know, Demir, I think he's retired now, but D- Demir, Demir was on a tear. Demir's record was like 24-1. and one. Let me see if I'm wrong there. At the time, his record would have been 23-1. and one, Sorry. No, sorry, 22-1. and one. Who gives a shit? No one gives a fuck. So, Rafael Alves took him on. A great record at the time. And he gave him a very hard fight. He also did that little breakdance thing. Love that. That's sick. Yeah, so Smack Drew Dober destroyed Mark Diaxis and had a good fight with uh, Ismagulov. So this guy's very underrated. Demir's good. Drew's good. Mark's not that good. Now, what level is Nerulo of? Sorry, Nerulo on? Like, what level is he on? Like, I'm confused. Let me see the heights. Let me see the heights. This is going to be interesting. Okay, so Nerulo is a little bit taller, but I just think that Raphael, Raphael's got the ability to smack this guy, and this guy's going to go down, and he's going to get the finish here. I've put money on him. Raphael Alves is paying $2.53. I've put money on him. I like I like Raphael. He's a gun. He's fun to watch. So I think that, yeah, and he's a good fighter. So I think that uh, Raphael uh, Alves wins this, and derails the hype train. Now, this is not to say that Nerulo's not good. If Nerulo wins this, I'm not going to be surprised at all. 
Like, I don't care about losing money. I'm having fun out here. If Nerullo wins this, I'm going to be like, wow, what a surging contender. This guy might be champ. You know what I mean? With a nickname like Eagle, you would think, like, you're going to have balls. Whatever. So, I think that, I think that, if Nerullo loses this one, I don't. I see him maybe in five years' time, like winning all the rest of his fights. The reason I, I think this is because I think they I think they might be rushing him. This is his UFC debut. If you're rushing him into Rafael Alves, who has who's been in the same position as Nerullo, is older and has had way more experience, it's just a little bit odd. He's not going up against a bum. People think this guy might be a bum. I don't. Th- I don't think he is, Rafael. I don't think. I don't think Rafael is. I just think lightweight is that stacked that he only looks bad because because there's so many names that you can possibly lose to. Like the top fifteen of lightweight is ridiculous. I've got the top fifteen of lightweight up just to make a point. So. Islam Makachev in other divisions, if he was that way, would like pound for pound. Let's say, let's say Cedarus Parabus. That's a quick little economics, uh, um, little Easter egg. Go Google that. Go Google it. So, with all else held equal, and let's say everyone was the same weight, and you're just going directly off skills, Islam can be champ. Charles can be champ. Dustin would be champ at middleweight, easy. Justin Gaethje would be champ at the highway classes. Benil is championship level. Chandler, not so much. He's an idiot. Rafael Fazeev is championship level. Ahmed Sayuki and Matush Gamrot, they're championship level. RDA's already been a champion. Jalen Turner, I don't know. Demir's Magulov, he looks pretty good. He would probably be like ranked five to one in every single division. Um... Yeah, and uh, Drew Dober, he would probably be just top 15 in every single division. He's very consistently good. So, yeah, lightweight's just ridiculous. Um, yeah, so that that's that fight done. R- Rafael versus Nerullo. The pick is Rafael Alves by knockout. The next fight I would like to talk about is Tatiana Suarez versus De La Rosa. Now, I don't know why Tatiana was off for almost three, four years. She... The last fight she had was twenty, it was twenty nineteen June, which was Cejudo versus Marais, uh, UFC two thirty eight. So, this is very interesting. She's been off for forever, but I actually didn't know anything about this girl. I uh, did some research. She's her amateur record was two and zero. Her pro exhibition was two and zero. Now she's eight and zero professionally. This is an undefeated animal. She's. What is this? One, two, three, four, five, five and zero oh in the UFC. Great record. She's going up against De La Rosa. Now she's paying a dollar thirteen. De La Rosa's paying six dollars oh five. Now I don't know anything about this. I don't know if she's she came off injuries. I don't know anything why she was off. All I'm doing is putting money on her. I don't care. I'm gambling. A dollar thirteen. That's going to be in my multi with uh, Rafael Alves. Okay, next. Okay, another fight that is on the card that I'm betting on is Andre Muniz versus Brendan Allen. Now, I don't really know too much. All I know is that my guy Muniz, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, yeah, five and zero inside the UFC. He's a jiu-jitsu black belt, I believe. I heard something like third degree. Don't know where I heard that, but as you can see, he's got three arm bars in a row. 
not not his last performance. His last performance was a UD on um, on Uriah Hall. He destroyed Ronaldo Souza Jacare's arm. He broke it in half. Yeah, I just um, let me see who Brendan Allen's fought. I don't know anything about Brendan Allen. Okay, he's got a decent record. Okay, he beat Sam Alvey. Wow, wow, wow. He beat Punahele Soriano. Soriano is one of my favorite fighters. That's upsetting. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think Andre wins by submission. And I haven't checked what he's paying. But, yeah, man, I think um, he's got 15 submissions out of his 23 victories. That's pretty intense. Yeah, let's go to the main event because I'm more, more excited for that anyway. Let's go. Okay, the main event is Krylov versus Ryan Spann. Now, Nikita Krylov had like a career renaissance inside the UFC, which was very impressive. Now, he's going up against Ryan Spann, who's just come off a crazy knockout victory against Dominic Reyes, which was crazy. He basically put Dominic's career in the bin violently. Yeah, so uh, Nikita Krylov, I think that this Ukrainian guy is is very good. His defensive wrestling and offensive wrestling and striking against Volkan Ozdemir was impressive. It shows the strength that this guy has. He's got technique. His, his kickboxing is good. He's got 12 knockouts, 15 submissions out of his 29 victories. That is a collective, I can do maths, 27. Okay, so 27 finishes for 29 wins. That's ridiculous. The only person he didn't finish, okay, it says he has two decisions. He's got one on Johnny, Johnny Woker, Johnny Woker, and let me see. Yeah, probably early in his career, whatever. So yeah, I think uh, Nikita wins this. I think that Ryan can land and and put him out. Now, I don't know anything about these guys. Now, you see, when it comes to main card stuff, when it comes to um, numbered UFC events, I'm all over it. I'm crazy. I can pick them. This one, I can't really pick. I just think Nikita's better. I watch Ryan's, um, Ryan's performances. I watch Nikita's performances. I just think that it's just in, it's just, I think that Ryan just relies too much on his power whilst Nikita's relying on technique. And that's why I think he's, he's had a better career in the UFC so far. Who's he lost to? He's lost to Magomed Ankalaev and Glover Teixeira, Jan Blahovich. You know what I mean? They're like championship worthy. Poor Craig. We all know what happened, Paul Craig. You, you can't be like, oh, but he lost to Paul Craig. Yeah, all right, buddy. Paul Craig beat Magomed and he beat Jamal Hill. You know, does, does, the, does the UFC make any sense? No. All right, relax. So to wrap everything up, it goes Rafael Alves, Tatiana Suarez, Andre Muniz, Nikita Krylov. Now, I would go Sub, Muniz, and, ooh, Krylov. Can you get the finish? Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to put finish, Krylov, Sub, Muniz. If you want to go crazy, you go KO, Alves, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah, so that's the card. I like this card. I'm going to have fun with it. I'm not going to take anything too seriously. I'm just going to chill. Okay, next one. I want to I wanna bring up... The fact that May 6th or May 7th, I don't really know. I'm in Australia, so I don't know how the dates work. Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. Now, the only thing I want to bring up is that I think, personally, Aljamain Sterling has better grappling 
than Henry Cejudo. Shock, horror, I understand. I just think that he's got better subs, better jiu-jitsu. His wrestling is there. He's younger. He's powerful. He's going to get motivated to fight Henry. This is very important for the career of Aljamain Sterling. Now, for him to solidify his name as an all-time great bantamweight, I do think that he might have to fight Piotr Yan again. Now, I hope that Piotr beats beats Marab because that will allow Aljamain to be champ for longer so we can see that third Piotr Yan fight. Now, call me crazy, call me crazy, but I don't mind Aljamain as champ. I know that might sound hard to believe. I don't mind him as, as champ. I want to see him fight more bantamweight fighters. I think that he's very good, and I think that he's had some shitty performances, like when he gassed out against Piotr, and I think that he's really coming to his own. He knows how to fight now. Well, he's always known how to fight. You know what I mean. He's, he's coming to his own. He knows, he knows what his game plan is, what he's good at, and what he's bad at. Now, with Henry Cejudo, Henry has good wrestling because, you know, the gold medal, but for some reason, he, he has a shit... Uh, takedown average. Let me get that up. I had that on my computer. I made an infographic about that for the for the page on Instagram. Let me take a look at this. So his takedown defense is 93%. Who would have thought? You know what I mean? 93%. <coughs> you would think that a gold medalist of the Olympics would have that, and he does, right? But his takedown accuracy is 33%. That is so low. That's terrible. And he doesn't go for subs. He goes 0.2 subs every 15 minutes, whilst Aljo's basically almost got one per 15 minutes. So I think how this fight's going to go is that um, Suhudo's probably going to shoot a takedown. It's going to be shit takedown. Aljo's probably going to get him in a sprawl. It's going to get some back control, and he's probably going to win the round off that. Or, or if we really want to go insane, dude, um, what are the chances that that Aljo RNC's my boy, uh, Henry. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, okay, don't worry about that. I think I think Aljo will rear a choke Henry Suda. Okay, thank you very much for listening to episode three. And, yeah, we got some great fights this year. I'm very excited. Okay, bye-bye.